Hey everybody, welcome to Tender Friends, the only podcast about chicken tenders and chicken nuggets. I'm Michael Walker. And I'm Eric Wilson. Welcome to another exciting week of Tender Friends. Uh, we made it. We had some more technical difficulties, but you know what? Well, people we wouldn't it. even know about that. They wouldn't have well, even had known. To, yeah, well, I don't know why I brought it up. I'm sorry. Although I will say, well, this is something <laughs> I was I was thinking about before, like when, when this happened, is that we made this like whole to-do about announcing the fact that we're switching to Tender Tuesdays, and then I think uh-huh. we kept that for maybe three weeks, and then now it's just been a willy-nilly It's just like Tender just, like, Week. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? You know what, everybody? We're fucking busy. It's hard. We just... The episode's coming. It's yeah, coming. yeah, yeah. We're yeah. I mean, we do it every week. Still, it's just you know, is that week on a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Friday, a Sunday? Maybe who knows? Just keep you guys on your toes a little bit. I think. I think as we get into our later age, you know, this is episode <laughs> one hundred and seventy-four. Uh, I think we've earned the right to be a few days late on an upload sure. here or there. You know, yeah. We're yeah. Um, we, this is like now. This is part of life. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just we roll with it. Excuse, we gave you like 50 something episodes during a pandemic. What more do you want from us? By the way, nobody's <laughs> complaining about any of this stuff. We're no, just, I know. Literally, we assume no there, like, there's like text groups of people like, ah, uh, where's the fucking Tender Friends? It's, they, they it's Tuesday. Up. Where's the episode? They switched. They said to it was Go Go Bird. I was yeah. so excited to hear Go Go Bird. Michael's laptop must have crashed again. And that's, and that's what happened. And we're, you know, we're being transparent about the whole situation. Uh, but we're here for another exciting week, episode 174. It is time to crack into Go-Go Bird. Sure is. And this week joining us, we have the return of Nicole Azuka. And this time, she's brought her husband, Kale Bittner, to join. What's up, y'all? Hello. Nicole, it's been a minute since we went to Boo Boo's together. It's been, that's almost two years, I want to say. Yeah, it's got Oh, my be. God. Has it really been two it years? It has to be almost at it least. It has to I be, mean, yeah. Nicole, I haven't worked at Tastemade for a year, right? So, And I feel but, like yeah, you were. Neither have I. That's and that so had crazy. to have been at least a year before the pandemic. Wow. We're old. That's so crazy. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Time doesn't stop. So uh, I want to chime in here, but uh, a cacophony of uh, a police car, a helicopter, and a dump truck literally just pulled up outside my house. So <laughs> the noise if we just wait you. just one second for this, you know, just LA- like back noise from the film drive just to slow down for one second yeah. la public works was like you know what they're recording send them all i thought i knew what was going on when you said helicopter and police car but when you threw the dump truck in now that's really changed the game of what could have happened there <laughs> there's, you know, there's a lot going on I, I hope they're all in a related incident yeah me too but out the, the dump truck getting that's... further but now it's back instead of a coroner now they just send dump trucks mm-hmm. or somebody stole a dump truck <laughs> yeah, right that's true yeah that would be a very exciting car chase. It's very <laughs> real life Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto yeah, <laughs> totally. Take it off. Everybody the stole the, gruff tr- the the garbage truck in Grand Theft Auto at some point. Like outside of the <laughs> tank, that was the next best thing to take. Yeah, gotta drive it off stuff. When mm-hmm. when you stole the truck, was there still like a person in the back that you had to deal with? Like that was just oh, holding man. on for dear life. That would have that would have been insane. That would have been really awesome. But no. in my head, there was. Yeah, right. In later games, but. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's better for me to just remember it in that level of perfection than to actually go fact check. Fact if check I remember that. correctly, you could hit a button and it would start the mechanism on the trash on the dump truck, though. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, the you trash could mechanism would like reverse the strip would rise up and then like the back would like smash shut. <sighs> Good oh, times. Yeah. Classic. All right. That, that was that was great filler. I think it, it was perfectly timed. <laughs> Excellent. Um, awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Kale, welcome, welcome to Tender Friends uh, for the first time. Um, I feel like we have to ask you what's your relationship with chicken in tender form. Um, are you a big fan? Did Nicole just drag you on here? What's the deal? Um, I'll admit that uh, chicken in tender form is not my preferred uh, consumption of chicken, but wow. I've, I've, I'm open to having my mind changed and with uh, a particular tender that was handed to me earlier this week uh, was a pretty damn good first step towards that. So, so are you saying you actively don't really like them, or are you? I'm or saying is I actively don't, don't pursue care? them. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Well, and I feel like we get a lot of people like that. Now, why do you actively not pursue them? Do you feel that they're childish, or do you just it's just not on your mind? Uh, traditionally trick chicken tenders to me are the safe bar food that you get when you're like a little scared of everything else. Sure. Uh, and I just haven't had a lot of experience with elevated 
tenders. Ah, I like yeah, I feel that. That's cool. There's a lot Welcome of it in to LA. Tender friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. here we are. Yeah. Now, Nicole, you have a a pretty large uh, knowledge base of of various types of foods as a food producer. Kale, are you, is what was that? That was a tough sentence to say. Sorry, um, <laughs> nailed it. I heard all You're three of you judging me as I was talking. Um, <laughs> Kale, are you a, a foodie at all? Are you interested in food? Uh, I mean, I mean, obviously. I mean, there's are, are absolutely like a, no way I could be married to my my wife and not be uh, a foodie who's pretty interested in. in okay, would you say that she has uh, amplified your love for food, or were you uh, actively searching for new stuff before you guys met? I, uh, I think oh, I can take this. Okay. We, uh, A, when I did have a dating profile, it definitely said vegans, vegetarians need not apply. Um, okay. And Damn. I feel that kale is the actual puzzle piece match to my food love. Um, he brings patience into our culinary world, whereas I am very good at cooking, styling, um, uh-huh. seeking out sort of like exotic, trendy stuff. He uh, he makes his own beer. He smokes his own meats. He makes his own sausages. He made wow. a one year say, aged, eighteen uh, month, eighteen month aged, eighteen uh, months. Excuse us. Yeah, I met him and he opened his closet and there was a pig leg hanging in it. And then I, uh, you know, I fell, Whoa. I fell a little more in love with him at that moment. The man. Yeah, I would have ran the other way if I found a pig leg hanging in my dad's <laughs> closet. But hey, <laughs> he's thrown. It's a little circle life too, because I was I was working at a brewery, and what, all the grain that we get from the the beer that after we make it, it's called spent grain, and uh, we give it to a pig farmer, and he uses it to feed his pigs. Um, and then I bought the leg of one of the pigs that had been fed its whole life on the beer that I had been making. That's that's amazing. And uh, yeah, it's a thirty five pound ham leg that I aged for. 18 months and then we cut it up on her birthday jesus christ that's insane now wow. how do you age that in your house like where do you do you have like a, I, some sort of i took a really built? big yeah i took a really big wine fridge and i sort of rewired it so that it functions as a like a a curing chamber for cured meats that's awesome mm-hmm. i would love to have something like that in my do you think now what would happen if we cured a chicken tender hmm I think you could cure chicken and then bread it. It would have to be chicken, cured chicken that's then turned into a tender. If you just took a tender and, and hung it up, it would probably just turn into jerky. Sure. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Eric, would you Ooh. eat chicken jerky? Well, uh... <laughs> was that a no? <laughs> it's not like you just went, no. <laughs> I just, uh, next question. Um, no, I don't know. I, I was, maybe... I like the idea of jerky, but also I don't know if it's cooked or not. What? Is it cooked? I think like dehydrated. Before it's, like, no, before it's dehydrated, is it cooked? No, the dehydrating does the cooking. Also, it's you like usually, a... when you put it in a dehydrator, oh. it usually heats it up pretty hot. Well, I mean, not too hot. It's only gets like 100 degrees, right, in a dehydrator? It's like 140, but, it's like, but like it's, it's there, there for, for so long it eventually cooks it. Yeah, that'll kill anything after that long. Um... I'm less interested. But what if that jerky was then breaded and deep fried? I just feel like you couldn't deep fry a piece of jerky. What would happen to it? There's no moisture in it, right? So like the the, act, the aspect of actually deep frying something is right. Taking the moisture inside of it and having it go through an endothermic reaction to cook the meat, right? Like that's you know, what deep frying to, to, to is. To quote one of my favorite actors, Jeff Goldblum here. I think we're a little too concerned if we can and not nearly concerned enough if we should. <laughs> sure. Okay. That's fair. Just backing agree, right up off that. I don't think you can. I think it would just burn up right away. And <laughs> yeah, it's not so like much for me the, the aspect of breading it and frying it that makes it tempting. More so that the fact that the meat was never really cooked. Well, it's in my, dehi- I mean, that's my what... eyes. I don't know. That's the deterrent for me is, is the idea of how it was prepared. So you've never had like a Slim Jim or a beef? I guess you don't really eat meat, no. so yeah. No, I've never had I can Slim see Jim. That. I have no interest in, in Slim Jims either. Well, so Slim Jims of all of the you know cured meats, that's probably not the the meat in its top form. But they sure. also make like chicken snack sticks. Yeah, for cats. No, not mm, for, for cats. Humans. Humans. I've had one from Trader Joe's. You can also give it to your cat, but you know. And I will say the Slim Jim is like 
the worst example of that like style of yeah. meat. Yeah. They're, they're, like the snack stick is is an art form where I come from, and Slim Jims are just like. I kind of now want to make chicken jerky. Are we adding that to our list? Chicken jerky. I mean, we. Can. I mean, send me some pics, and we'll see. You know. Sure. Um, make turkey jerky. There's no reason you can't make chicken jerky. Turkey. Yeah, I'm sure. I, there's no way there's not already chicken jerky already out there. I'm sure. You dust right? it with a little honey mustard but flavoring, a little chicken... honey mustard dust. You got a little Ooh. honey mustard chicken jerky. That's some. That's some tender Ooh. jerky, baby. Got a little wow. tender friends jerky. Tenderfriends.com slash backslash jerky beef jerky. Slash jerky. Chicken jerky. Uh, chicken jerky. Uh, jerky. I yeah. That, well, that's actually a very good idea, Michael. You just patent cut this out. <laughs> We're not telling anyone. Patent um, Oswald. <laughs> Patent Oswald. Um, wow, interesting. Um, I I do think that it is because chicken's the driest of all the meats, right? It it wouldn't. It would be interesting to see what the jerky ends up looking like. Uh, you've never seen turkey jerky? It's just like a clear looking. It looks like a dog treat, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. It does. But hey, all you right. know what is a what is a what is a dog treat if it's not edible for humans? Sure, my dad used to eat dog treats. What? Not like okay. on the regular, but if someone like was like, my friends oh. would, my friends would get a kick out of it, so he would do it for my friends. Sure, I think he enjoyed it more than he let on. But just like any class clown, what kind <laughs> of might have, been, uh, might have been what, what gave him cancer? What kind of uh, dog treat was it? Um, it are we was, talking I hard remember, biscuit, or are we talking like pepperoni? He would do the occasional biscuit, but I remember there was one that he did that I did afterwards because I was like. I don't know. He's not making any faces like there. <laughs> like all that. the things I tried, I was like, this is the one because it was like, it wasn't like a dog treat. It was like this. It was, it looked, it was like a fatter Twizzler, right? A pull up. Think of a, think of a pull apart Twizzler, but fatter, maybe yeah. the diameter of a dime. And okay. it was colored like red and orange. And it was like soft, like, like stiff foam and not like a biscuit. Yeah, yeah, like, that's like a like a pepperoni type treat. Like the I was like, man, this might be all right, and I bit into it and I spit it right out. I don't, I don't remember what it tastes like. It probably tastes exactly like, like it smells. It. Um, that's close as I got to eating one, but my dad used to do it all the time. Nicole, yeah. Kale, ever eat dog food? Uh, you know, I've heard enough people say basically this sort of thing that I'm like, I don't need to do that. I can learn from sure. mistakes. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fair. Not a thing that I've I've done. I've done it. I don't need to experience I've everything. I've eaten a piece okay. of kibble before. A little kibble, kibble nibble. Hey, Who knows? Yeah, a little hungry. It's very dry. Yeah, it t- it's like it smells. Yeah, that's something we're here to talk about this week. We're here to talk about uh, chicken tenders, which is the dog food of my choosing. Now, Kel, <laughs> you brought up something interesting that uh, you kind of aren't as aware of this uh, elevated chicken tender movement that's happening. To be frank, all around you. Um, so is this your first jump into like this type of tender? You know, I think, I think as far as I can remember, yeah. And it, it actually doesn't shock me. The like elevated school children's food has, has been a slow trend and I can't believe that I haven't had an elevated tender at this point yet. So, yeah, definitely. Wow. This is the first. Well, there... I think you, I think you chose an okay jump into the first. Now I will say, Nicole, you hyped oh. this up on Instagram. You did. I and dude, we don't normally I have people hype stuff like that. Like before, wait, like I've we've never had a had guest. It. I mean, we've had guests like, "Oh, this was so good. Can't wait to talk about it." Like, they'll text us or whatever. Never had so, <laughs> so somebody post so much love for Go Go Bird, which is great. Where I mean, it's always great when your guest enjoys it. the food for sure. Um, it was a delightful experience. Yeah, now but being... I think you're going to like it a little more than I did. So I'm interested to hash oh. it out. Being somebody, you know, I mean, I will say for working at Tastemade and working in food and just like meeting each other and having so many friends who do the same stuff, I feel like you are one of the go-to people when I when I want to know something about a restaurant in L.A. So I guess to start the conversation about Go-Go Bird, I'd want to know, Nicole, what can you tell us about Go-Go Bird that maybe we don't know? Um, well, I mean, you probably do know that it's from uh, Brandon Kita. Kita? Kita? Um, the chef at Hinoki and the Bird, sure. um, who at the beginning of the pandemic um, was just trying to figure out ways to innovate and keep serving and keep making food. And so he launched Go-Go Dumpling, I want to say, and then Go-Go, Go-Go Gyoza, Bird. Think, right? Oh, Go-Go Gyoza, you're right. Um, That's a way better name than Go-Go Dumpling. <laughs> Go-Go Dumpling. <laughs> and the beautiful thing about dumplings is that every country has one. It's true. Yeah, he was doing he was doing collaborations with people making like all sorts of cool like they were like doing cheeseburger dumplings and doing like 
Italian Parmesan Calabrian chili dumplings and stuff is kind of crazy. And I didn't realize yeah. that Gogo Bird was the same people, but it makes a lot more sense now that it's Gogo Gyoza and then the, his next <laughs> thing would be Gogo Bird. Yep. Because and it's Gogo. It seems like they're being cooked out of the same kitchens as well. Oh, out of okay, cool. Now I don't have you ever been to Hinoki and the Bird? I have. Um, okay, I don't I think they're not. being cooked out of Hinoki and the Bird. No, that's that like on Avenue of the Stars, isn't it? Yeah, he's gotten a ghost kitchen somewhere that they're um, cooking and delivering out of. Sure, yeah. I think it's in Hollywood somewhere because it was not too far from my apartment, uh, at least it, the, when the delivery time. I it saw is. it come my, from close. My guess is that the uh, ghost kitchen is somewhere in Hollywood, but you can also order it in the Century City area, which makes me guess that they also are driving stuff over and then delivering it out of Sure. The, bird. Yeah. Exactly. That makes sense. Which is what most restaurants are doing. I've seen this is actually interesting. So we've been we've been cracking this case of like these ghost kitchen. I mean, Nicole, you're the perfect person to actually bring this up with because you were the first ghost kitchen we ever did on the show two years ago with Greeny, who was ahead of his time, really in the ghost kitchen world. I feel like, um, yeah. and we and we knew that when we had the episode, we talked about you know how he delivered it and all that kind of stuff. Um, but people are just discovering now, you know, and the, and the pandemic definitely amplified restaurants need to become ghost kitchens like Chuck E. Cheese and Denny's um, <laughs> but people are like uncovering them on TikTok like it's this huge scandal this person was like I ordered from I ordered the same thing from Denny's and this burger bistro place listed on Postmates and they came in the same and it was like yeah it's Denny's like that's what they're trying to stay afloat like what the fuck you know um yeah. but we've talked about it that other places um are having like 10 places out of one ghost kitchen and they're selling the same pizza or their same chicken. Whereas this is like, he's not trying to oversaturate. He's like, this is one ver type of food I can provide. And this is another type of food I can provide. And he's not well, trying to like multiply I, it. I think the ghost kitchens that I've seen do pretty well are the ones that like specialize in something. Yeah. yeah. Um, where like they'll have there's there's one that's like a keto uh, ghost kitchen in Los Angeles, but they've separated out so it's like keto pizza and then keto pasta is like another storefront or keto desserts is like another storefront. Um, that way, as people are searching for food and especially when you're searching on delivery apps, like you're very specifically like, all right, tonight I'm in the mood for X right, yeah. Y Z. Yeah. Um, so then instead of like going to a restaurant that has this huge menu, which I feel like is something that you want when you're going out for an experience, um, a lot of these ghost kitchens are able to create menus that service you with exactly what you might be craving at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, if you think about it, it's kids with your um, uh, like cheesecake factory, 12 page menu. Right, totally. For everybody, they can just order from a different place and we'll have it delivered to their house. Yeah, Cheesecake Factory should be the only restaurant with nine different ghost kitchens. <laughs> <laughs> when you order, like, even when they open back up inside, like, you go and sit at the table and you're like, "Well, I want to have the lettuce wraps," and like, "Well, the lettuce wraps come from Franklin and uh, Wilkins, yeah. so it's going to be Franklin a and Vine. Drive it over, yeah. So <laughs> that'd be funny." Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that's what that's that's pretty close to what Greeny was doing two years ago. I mean, when he was doing the ghost kitchens to begin with, it was that virtual food court where he had the chicken place and then the Chinese uh, burrito place and then the breakfast place. Like they were all pretty small menus, and yeah, they were all coming sure. from the same place. It's pretty crazy how he foreshadowed all of this. What a genius! Yep, wow. He knew. We were ahead of the curve interviewing him first. <laughs> how about that? And just a whole call about the chicken. Just a whole city of geniuses over here in Los Angeles. <laughs> Which his soul was some of the best chicken I've ever had, by the way. Um, the and now he's doing Tiger Bites. Um, yeah. Ooh, as much as I love Greeny, I think I liked Brandon's better. Oh, uh, wow. What's Brandon? Kita. Go-Go Bird. The one that we're talking oh. about. Oh, These chicken oh, tenders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> more than Tiger Bites or more than Boo-Boo's? Both? I don't know what Tiger Bites is. Uh, oh, Tiger okay. Bites is a concept that he he did with Tiger, the rapper, who he made like little baked chicken nuggets. They're okay. Uh, They're not nearly as good as Boo Boo's was. Great sauces, um, but we already great know that sauces. Um, <laughs> but I I would actually prefer Boo Boo's over these. But we can get into it. Let's get into Go Go Bird. How long How long have they been around? About a year. I don't even think. I mean, I think they're like relatively recent. Probably last yeah, couple I... of months. 
Because at the beginning of the pandemic, he was doing Go Go Gyoza, and I like I guarantee like that was like new then at the beginning of the pandemic. So I feel like okay. then it evolved into this. So it's probably not. A quick search yeah. seems to show that lots of the news blip articles came out around the end of last year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. So but, we'll yeah. say six months, less than sure. six yeah. months. Yeah. Um, and uh, Nicole, you said this is some of the best chicken you've had. Um, so let's let's jump into it. Uh, I'm excited to talk about Gogo Bird. What did we all order uh, from from Gogo Bird? You guys go first because I feel like you went ham. I mean, I don't know that we went super ham. Um, we did the little. They don't chick- have ham. I checked. <laughs> <laughs> ham nuggets. Uh, well, they do have they do have pork gyoza on their uh, menu. Damn it, Nicole, just let the bit just. Don't <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, Nicole. Improv poking holes in my bit and it came with a cute little pig sticker on it too oh, um really? yeah we might have ordered some of those they're in the freezer we haven't tried them yet um we did the little chick chicken strips um and we got a side of the foodie kake covered fries um and then we also did the mashed potatoes with the curry which was like a curry gravy mm-hmm. um and I got they, it comes with a biscuit, and I ordered an extra biscuit because I didn't want to share with Kale. Sure, of course, not good choice on that. Yep, and then we got the honey, the hot sauce, the butter, and oh, I don't cool. know, there were a whole bunch of. I thought you guys had gotten another uh, chicken item as well. I didn't know this was happening. I came home to a delightful surprise. Oh, this wow. is an excellent surprise spot to <laughs> have thrust in your face. Yeah. Um, I went with the chicken littles, or what do they call them? The little chicken, little, little chick, chick. Little, little chick, chick bites, um, whatever they're called. They're Jidori, uh, Jidori, 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 Jidori. Right? I'm saying Jidori. that right. Yeah, Jidori. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me. I was like, am I gonna say this off the cuff without reminding <laughs> myself what it is? Do you know? Do you know what it means? So I looked it up because there were a lot of words in this menu that I did not know. Miso, <laughs> Jidori. You don't the, know what miso kukasawi, is? whatever. Did I say that right? I doubt it. No, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that uh, is. What's on the fries? Foodie oh, yeah. Foodie cocky? <laughs> yes. With an F? Yeah. Yes. It's like a seaweed. It's like seaweed. And, seaweed. Uh, yes. That's, so that's what I discovered. <laughs> I was like, okay, seaweed? Uh, you know? Oh, wait, did you get the fries? Um, I got the fries. <gasps> oh, Eric. So Eric. then I was like, miso butter? I was like, ooh, what's miso? Still don't know. I looked it up. <laughs> um, I got the biscuit anyway. And then Jidori chicken just seems like a way of preparing or how the chicken's raised and like how it's free range and like it's juicier and it's just a, a Japanese style of raising the chicken, I believe, if I read that correctly. Yeah, it's like a better quality. It's like what's yes. the equivalent for pork, right? Like kuroboto, kuroboto pork or whatever is like about where it's raised and the okay, uh, yeah, the exactly. treatment of it growing up. So and I did so understand essentially that. Essentially, like that you have like a, a better, more humane raised chicken. It's going to taste better. Yeah, and it's fed better in, in a turn. Yeah. Uh, okay, Happy so birds. I did read that correctly. Um, I assumed Jidori was like, like a soy sauce infused type of situation, oh. you know? Nah, it's um, just the, yeah. And and no, it's not. Um, so I learned a lot, really, just by researching the, the one item off the menu that I got. Um, and yeah, that's what I got. So I got the fries, a biscuit, and I ordered a Mexican Coke, and they forgot it. So that was pretty disappointing. Oh, no. That's sad. Yeah. That is yeah. sad. I got the um, Lil Chick, uh, and then I also I got it with the, ma- the mac and cheese because... Nicole, you had said that you got the fries and the mashed potatoes and you wanted to try the, ma- the you thought the mac and cheese sounded interesting. So I got that. And then I am like a huge fan of uh, Japanese curry. So I had to get the mashed potatoes and curry. Uh, so I got a side of that as well. It was a lot of food for like, honestly, yeah. Kale and I shared all of that and we were both full afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess let's to start off with, I mean, how many came in your box? Mine, I think they came with four, right? And Oh, mine was, three. You got three? All right, maybe it was only three. It was a little I mean, while the, ago the, that we ordered The menu this. did say three to four, and I was like, oh. so oh. it's possible that I did get four then. I don't remember. It was a couple days ago. But, but like, yeah. don't say three to four because I, then I'm like, I want four, bitch. Yeah, but know? it might be on weight, you know? It could be three. I'm sure it is. One. I'd imagine. Yeah, I'd imagine. Tiny tenders. But, yeah, I guess. 
But would you yeah, rather I have mean, four tiny tenders or three really like big, meaty, juicy tenders? Four tiny Ooh. tenders, I think. Oh, really? No. no. So you're you're I like an you're so like a, rather. I would rather. I, I don't want it to be like you. thin and like crispy, and I don't need. I but I, but like a. I don't know, like a like a buffalo wild wing size tender. I'm okay with that size in a quality place. I mean, it comes down to like what's the breading to chicken ratio that you're comfortable sure. with. And I'm, I'm I think I'm a three tender man. <laughs> okay. Three tender man. I'm so a three tender man. You want more meat? That makes Pretty sense because I'm in my mind. I'm thinking more breading as well. So that make that that checks out. But well, and when I you're talking th- about elevated no tenders, meat. if you're talking about elevated tenders as well, you're probably gonna have the three thicker, juicier ones. Which is yeah. Maybe we turn kale onto the fancy boy tenders. I sure hope so. Um, uh, yeah, so I got three. I, w- I was hoping for four. Got three. Um, so let's let's start with the points, guy. What do you got? I I would say how much was the actual? It was twelve ninety nine, right? Oh, fourteen dollars. I honestly think Th- that that's thirteen dollars. It was twelve ninety nine, wasn't it? I thought it was fourteen zero zero. Uh oh! Now we gotta. Uh, now we gotta look it up. Now we gotta go look it what up. What you guys use? Oh. I use Postmates. Where's I the use, fact checkers here? Um, I use Talk. I use Postmates. Talk. Wow. Never heard of that before. What is that? It's a I, ordering platform for. Uh, oh really? No shit. Uh, you choose a time <laughs> and a pickup thing. Yeah. Okay. Little chick. Thirteen dollars flat comes with three to four okay. boneless jidori chicken flat. breast strips, one small side, one Japanese cheddar biscuit with miso honey, honey miso butter, and two dipping sauces. So that's thirteen dollars for three to four tenders, one side, one biscuit, and two sauces. That we have to give them. I was going to give them a price point when I thought it was 14. So Yeah, so I would say price point and value. I mean, look at all the shit that comes in it. That's insane. But there's not that many places that are going to give you all that shit straight up without you having to add it on. I agree. I feel like we should order it again, like right now. (laughs) See if it gets through for the end of the recording. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, compare that to like a a Kentucky Fried Chicken, which is probably only like a buck or two cheaper than that by the time it's delivered or whatever. Yeah. That's huge value. And you're not even getting, especially with like, as far as the si- the side sizes went, a regular mashed potato at KFC is like four bites, mm-hmm. and like these were actually like fat sides. The butter or the biscuit was huge. Um, so yeah, definitely price and value. What? How do you feel about size though overall? I would Eric, say yes you, for a size point. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. Mine were fa- mine were definitely huge. That was like yeah. one of the things that overall stood out to me when I opened the box. I was like, wow, these are huge. Yeah. Is this a tempura batter? I don't think so. It's not. Yeah. It seemed more just like a regular fried chicken. However, they definitely dust it with some sort of seasoning. Like, you know what I mean? This wasn't just standard southern fried chicken with nothing on it. Okay, oh, so we can go. I, I asked the chef what uh, oh, he perfect. did. Please tell um, us. So first, the uh, tenders are marinated in koji. Um, white soy sauce. We'll get back to Koji. Koji, white I, soy I sauce. I knew soy sauce. See, told you. White soy sauce, which is actually a kind of like milder version of your traditional soy sauces. It's a very Love good marinade, um, marinated soy. Paprika. And then uh, you're also going to want to know about this in a kombu shiitake bonito powder. Sure. Um, and then they have, mm. it is a se- trade secret fluffy and crispy coating that goes on the outside but um it it wasn't tempura it was it was definitely much more of a regular fried chicken um on their uh spicy ones i'm pretty sure they have like a szechuan peppercorn powder that they dust on them which is the first thing that i saw when you brought this up uh i know you were like i don't think i can do that yeah (laughs) i was was like i know my limit and szechuan peppercorn (laughs) is definitely far far past it yeah, that's the stuff that makes you tingly. Yeah, it like numbs your mouth, causes you to drip saliva out of the corner. You <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Speaking of Szechuan peppercorn, that's kind of hot right now with the uh, with Daybird, and I, I just saw our our boy Luther Bob this up, upcoming weekend is doing a collaboration with Phil Rosenthal's daughter, where they're making a, a, a Szechuan hot chicken sandwich and then challah bread for the bread. Listen, uh, a... I just I need to, we need to call out Phil Rosenthal for a second because, listen, we're the number one fried chicken podcast <laughs> on the internet. Doesn't okay? care about us. We DM'd you, <laughs> and, and like there was a perfect opportunity 
It's true. And he liked, he liked, <laughs> he liked our, our DM. He liked our DM and then never, <laughs> and then, and then didn't do nothing. anything. <laughs> didn't respond Aww. to it. And then we're like, is... and then like, you know, we're being cheeky little bastards. And we're like, is this like mean a yes? And nothing. Never heard back. And never, and then he disappeared. And now he's doing all these like worst versions of our podcast. You know, I'll say it. And, and, and he only likes our DMs. That's the yeah. second big food person who just answers our DMs and then just ghosts us. Yeah. I think they listen to an episode and then they get intimidated. And I understand that. They're probably like, fuck these boys. These little, this little, this West Hollywood's chicken douche. I don't want to talk. Yeah, exactly. That's the episode they listened to when you got called out. So listen, (laughs) Phil Rosenthal, I loved everybody loves Raymond. Come on. (laughs) That's what you're gonna say. Hey man. That's all I want to talk to him about. I love but we can talk about the Ray Romano. I've never I've not met Ray Ray Romano. It's just the idea of that show was great. I don't I'm not obsessed with Ray Romano. You know, Brad Garrett? That show was great. Brad Garrett, look look at him winning an Emmy for Best Supporting. Um, so I'm just, you know, Phil, any open invitation, Phil. That's true, yeah. Please, come on our show. We would love to talk to you. But, yeah, but back to your Szechuan peppercorn. Anyway, it's hot right now. Uh, I feel like that's going to be the next hot food trend blowing up in L.A. It's also um, just hot. We call it it's also just hot first. as fuck. Um, you heard it here first. The Tender Friends bump is calling the next big wave. And fried chicken, Szechuan peppercorn. Sound effects I, here. I have a, uh, I have a envelope with something written in it, and I'm holding it up to my forehead. I don't know what's written in it, <laughs> and I'm gonna say I can feel that it's Szechuan chili pepper. We, I mean, listen, we're ahead of so many trends, and that's another reason Phil should join us on our podcast. Um, but, but I digress. Uh, so what else? I mean, listen, the the I want to give it a juicy point. So the fact that they marinate it in this. Did you say Koji? Koji. Yeah, tell us what Koji is, because I remember you telling me that you wanted to talk about that. Yeah, well, I feel like a terrible Japanese person because I didn't know what Koji was, but obviously I had to Google it. Um, And it is, it's a mold. It's a weird mold. It um, fits right in there with like the big, um, you know, joy of fermentation and uh, adding funk into um, your food processes. Yeah, yeah, but so it's a flavorful umami boosting sort of mold that's grown on like rices or barleys and then used um, in flavoring a lot of um, really good Japanese products like soy sauce, like miso, and even sake is made from it. Um, Interesting. And then I, I fully don't understand the process of how it goes from being mold into being something else, but Kale probably does. <laughs> um, I mean, as I read, yeah. it's similar. Are you still with us, bud? Yeah, like not, I was, not, I was just—I uh, was Wikipediaing Koji right <laughs> as we go because I was like, "Shit, I feel like but I should know about this." You should. It's because it's you know when you think of things that ferment stuff and um, create flavor, like normally my thought goes towards yeasts, but uh-huh. it's—I think it's more simpler, similar to how beer is made i would say beer's made with yeast or cheese. Yeah. yeah like what about like buttermilk yeah that's, that's although i guess like that's more just byproduct from from the milk right that's being turned into cheese so it's not really fermented yeah or but anything. you ferment the cheese right if it, Wait, but more what's like the other thing the malt malt is barley yeah. it's malted barley i mean it's a it's a mold it's a it's a fungus and yeast is a fungus so it's just it's kind of like its own you know, we use brewer's yeast to ferment uh, barley and everything that turns the sugars into alcohol and CO2. This seems like it's just a specific type of fungus uh, mm-hmm. that is not is less a yeast and more a mold, which is it's in the same. And it's, and it's Japanese, kingdom. right? Yes. Yeah. So that's a um, lot of like umami type of stuff in this. Um, yeah marinade like because what were the last three things that you said you said there was uh, bonito flake right it was a kombu shiitake bonito powder i mean that's like a massive umami bomb in addition to i would imagine the koji adds umami as well right yeah i'm sure so the coat like in my in my mind i don't i don't fully know that it helps like break down and slightly tenderize the chicken, yeah yeah maybe? right that, yeah. and that's why i feel like it's probably mm. like similar to buttermilk where the buttermilk is used to 
to tenderize the meat. Yeah. And then, you know, with the liquids of the white soy, add a little bit of saline into it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you're right. Uh, the kombu is like a dried seaweed. Shiitake are mushrooms and bonito are dried fish flakes. Um, so that mm. that is a lot of flavor that is ground up and then sprinkled on them. I mean, that's like the uh, base for like a lot of like ramens, right? Is like. Yeah. Like the kombu bonito. Interesting. So I'd say that this is probably the first tender we've had like this. That's been marinated in. I mean, have we had, uh, Eric, to your knowledge, have we had any other tenders marinated in something relatively untraditional? I've never had a tender with so much fish in it before. <laughs> fair. A lot yeah, that's of, fair. A lot of ocean ocean life <laughs> in this order uh, <laughs> that I did not anticipate. And I'm glad I know after the fact, uh, to be honest. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, Kyochan had the uh, rice yeah, batter. Salsa, that was yeah, I guess that wasn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think a lot of it comes down to the sauces, not so much the preparation. But you know, people, I think this is probably the most interesting brine or marinade that that we've had on chicken for sure. I would Do they say innovative um, points. Yeah, I would. Want I would to give them. I would honestly give them a unique, yeah, a unique tender point, which we've given before. Right. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. And if we haven't given it, this Pretty is sure a great time to do it. House of Pies got. Yeah, because they're they're uh, the way they do it is different it's too. Fun. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, should probably now, be noted that unique does not necessarily always mean good. But in it this case, it was good, sure. which is why they're getting the point. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we can talk about uniqueness all day. I don't yeah, know if yeah. you're getting the point. Um, now. Uh, Nicole, you said that they did not share any of the any of the spice blend on the outside or the breading with you. No, that was top secret. Okay, it's always the breading is top secret. I've eaten, I know. It's, places are weird about that. It's interesting. Um, so I don't. It's that that secret blend of spices that I feel like people yeah. hold on to. I mean, well, that's the interesting. The, the Colonel has his seven secret spices or whatever, right? That's that. That's eleven. The, uh, the, eleven. Eleven. Yeah, yeah that's the the chicken way is just keep it all all your yeah. herbs and spices secret it's been going back for 150 years the that way the problem with the kernels 11 herbs and spices is that there's basically only 11 herbs and spices you can put in chicken breading and it's like yeah that's it all of them <laughs> you did it name, name the first 11 herbs and spices you would put into chicken uh batter and i bet you you name the recipe paprika salt pepper garlic powder yeah yeah. Onion going. powder. Keep going. All that onion powder. Paprika. Eric, let's see if you can come up with more. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. This they, isn't about. They probably got like one or two normal. things in there that are just like completely random. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, why did we put it in there? Because eleven sounded better than ten. Frog. Ground up fingernails. Oh no! Don't be. Oof. That would be. That would be gross. That would be. Gross. I was thinking more of something like coffee or something like that, or like um, ground up Cheerios. Best part of waking up is KFC in my cup. All right, look. So. <laughs> um. I got to talk about the the look and the appearance and the breading and the flavor of the seasoning on top because sure. I think that's the part I'm most meh about. Oh, that you didn't like the seasoning? I well, First of all, I would not give it a color point. I don't think I would give it a, an appearance point either. These looked weird. Oh, really? I thought mine were beautiful. beautiful. Mine were like what beautiful. a chicken tender should look like. So that's the thing. So I, I, I knew that I would be the odd man out in this conversation, and I'm okay no, I'm with, with the, I'm, I'm okay with you. With, I looked okay, at good. that, and it's I was good. like, you know what? This is a – okay. Weird. I mean, it's a little weird, but I, I'm, I'm in. That's why My I thought, mind has I, changed after a bite, though, so. I would have been better off had I known it was tempura because then I would have like, okay, that makes sense. But if it's not tempura, then like, how the fuck did you get that? Like how did that? How did this happen? It didn't feel like had... normal fried chicken skin. It didn't like. It didn't seem like uh, flour or panko or. Interesting. Corn. I don't know. To me, uh, to me, it seemed. Nor- I don't know. It seemed normal, but what was striking to me was like definitely what it was coated with. Like I was like, this tastes. The only thing that we had cl- close enough to like the way that the seasoning tasted on the outside is whatever Johnny Ray gave us that one time. Okay, but here's the thing. So I was like, okay, these look weird and dark because they're coated and, and there's seasoning on it and then i bit it i was like but there really isn't 
No, it's like it was like a savoriness. It was like a powdery seasoning on the outside that didn't necessarily impart a shit ton of flavor, but it just like brought it all together to, to me. Like it, it had the savory flavor to it. Yeah, but then the overall flavor wasn't anything crazy to me. I I I think I anticipated between Nicole's posts and <laughs> the way that these looked and how I assumed that they were going to taste and based on all the all the words on the menu, I was like, oh, there's going to be a fucking lot of flavor in this thing, and we, they weren't they weren't flavorless yeah. by any means, but they were just like okay, yeah, but I would have expected like the flyer for the event led me to believe it would be something else, you know. I overhyped. You mean the overhyped. It wasn't just you. It was the menu. It was the way they looked mm-hmm. on the menu. Um, I mean, we're, and I, then, she just showed me a picture of them again. And, and my first glance, I remember thinking like, this is everything I hate about chicken tenders and oftentimes even like fish and chips where they've overbreaded, over deep fried. It looks a little burnt. It just, and it's going to be a lot of this burnt, you know, crust. And that was not what it was at all. No, it definitely um, wasn't burnt. It was dark, but it wasn't burnt at all. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't but, know that. But I, I want you guys to I talk thought. about the good of it because I think I'm I'm definitely overall my opinion is probably I've been out. Yeah, like, I mean the I... moment that box opened, the smell is what hit me first, and like my mouth just started to water. They smelled so good. They did. Yeah, I thought they smelled really good, and I thought that they. The actual the thing that I like the most about these tenders is that they were, in my opinion, the best descriptor of good chunky meat mouth. Like there was just like the perfect size chicken. It was the perfect texture. Um, the it was just like the perfect bite of chicken, or at least mine were. I now I feel like Eric, you definitely probably didn't have that experience considering. Didn't you say yours were a bit small? Uh, no, I didn't say they were small. Oh, I said size point. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, in my opinion, these were just like the greatest. I would mouth back a chunky meat mouth point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Nicole, what did you say? The smell. In terms of the smell, the I aroma. Don't know. I I really enjoyed the smell of them as well. We don't normally give smell points that often. Uh, Eric, oh. how do you feel? Um, I don't remember when we've ever given a smell point. We did like four or five episodes ago for the first time. Four or five yeah, episodes it was, ago? When you yeah. opened that box, you got like this giant it, whiff of... In fairness, it might not... It was the cacophony of aromas from the uh, the French fries and... Yeah, yeah. All, all of the things together made for like a, whoa, what the hell is this? Well, and I think they should get a menu point for sure because the, the options they have on their menu for sides, the options they have for chicken, they have like four different chicken options. I think it's a great menu. They've got drinks. Uh I don't. Know, I, I nominate a menu point. Uh, I can definitely back a menu point. All in um, favor? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But um, in terms of color and appearance, I'm going to let you guys decide on that one. I would give it a appearance point, but not a color point. Um, yeah, I think that's how I feel. I think they were, and that's nothing against okay. them too much in terms of color. They're just too dark for for standard appearance. Okay. Um, but yeah. The, the way they looked in overall in general, the size, the shape, they I thought they looked great. No smell point, though. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe it's like a half appearance point, point and a half smell point. That's fine. Let's do that. Ambia. Sure. It's, yeah. it's part of the I mean, ambia. Yeah. The ambiance point. The pre-taste. The I pre-taste. actually yes. feel better about the appearance point that we include smell. I, I yeah. I'm down with that. Um, let's talk really quick. Let's talk about sides. Just how did what did you guys did you like well, yours? Eric, did about, you like can the we fries? Wrap up flavor because I guess we're basically done with the chicken after this. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Well, are we talking about sauces? We will get no, there. We'll the get there. I think sauces okay, are okay. sides. Does the lemon wedge count as part of it too? Sure. Because the lemon, I don't know if you guys squeeze a little yeah, bit of I lemon, did. and like that brightness. I, I love lemon. I love like brightness in food, but yeah, I felt Especially like on that. Fried food. Yeah. Oh, you know, it, I didn't do it on the chicken, even better. But I did it on the fries with the with the Fukunawa, whatever it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. And it was good on the fries with that with the mix of that seaweed. I uh I think this we we missed quality point too because I feel like this chicken was very quality. Oh yeah, quality point yeah. for sure, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess thumbs let's, up from me. Let's si- so, let's slide into Sauce Corner then, or no? So well, so flavor. I I, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page here. So, what are we talking about? Flavor and spices of it all. I mean, I would nominate an umami point because I do feel like these were some of the most savory tenders we've had. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean flavor like you know what i mean like i like the flavor but what i really liked was just like how savory these felt so taste point yeah yeah taste point i guess you guys have been a lot more tenders than we have but i would say no the fact that they were so juicy too like that just brought all the rest of that together yeah i mean definitely sometimes when they're too when they're too dry like all the flavor doesn't even matter yeah 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 totally I don't know if I want to give. I mean, I yeah, I would not. I would nominate. I guess if you want to call it flavor, sure. Yeah, I would nominate a flavor point. But we need to have three people say I mean, yes. I say yes. Yeah, I, I think you're unanimous on a flavor like, point there. Sounds wow. like a flavor point. Here for it. Um, um, okay, so that's basically the chicken, and we can get into final thoughts. Uh, but yeah, let's move into. Uh, Sauces or sides? What do you want to do? Sauces or sides? Let's do sauces first. All right. Um, I'm gonna pull up their sauces really quick. But Nicole, why don't you tell us about the uh, what you liked about the sauces? Because that's like the first thing you told me about when you. Oh when man, you I I really like the honey. Um, I don't remember exactly what it was. It was a yuzu spiced honey. Was that what? Yeah, am yeah. I, it was am I that yuzu up? spiced honey. Yeah. But she likes just about anything with yuzu in it. That's true. Sure. I am a yuzu fiend. Kale, how did you feel about the sauces? Uh, I was generally, I enjoyed all of them. I didn't have anywhere I'm like, holy crap, I'm going to like use my finger to just scrape out every last little bit of it. Sure. The um, spicy yuzu honey I thought was really good. Uh, uh, you know, recently we've been seeing more and more spicy honey in, in addition to just regular honey. I don't know if it, like tender friends as a whole, but I just feel like everyone's using that hot honey right now yep. myself yeah. included um so that was and like I, really good for you know that was like a good it's nice to see the spicy honey and then actually have something else in it where it's not the same mike's hot honey that everyone's using mm-hmm. um they so made, re- made it their own yeah for sure i really like that the honey miso butter was i also thought really good um i think overall i would just want to give it a point for having a really solid sauce collection. But I don't know if I have a specific point to give any direct sauces themselves. I don't know if you agree with me. I get maybe something about the sauces. What What is good about them is a lot of times in like especially shitty chicken tenders, the tender is really just a mechanism for delivering sauce to your face. Right, yeah. And that was not the case here. I thought the sauces complemented the chicken tender quite well, but didn't yeah, overpower a, it. That's a really good way to put it, actually. So definitely, yeah, definitely an overall sauce point. Nicole, if you want to, or, or Kale, if you want to throw out a point for an individual sauce, I could be swayed, but I don't have one on my I own. do. That spicy yuzu, honey. I I don't. I actually kept the rest of it and put it in a little jar. Cool. And it's sitting I, in I our cupboard right now. Then. Two, two points for sauces. And I liked right. that it was, it was both a spicy honey, but it wasn't too spicy. Like it was a, yeah. it was a nice spicy totally. honey. That's, that that's, I, and I didn't know if maybe that was coming from the yuzu that was helping, like, the citrus aspect of it was helping calm it down or not. Um, well, I think it was chili, like, just a chili oil or a chili sauce that was in it. Sure, that to make it spicy instead of, like, a chili-infused honey. Yeah. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. Did you try the yuzu aioli or the go-go hot sauce? Because I did not. Um, we tried both. Um, the aioli was okay. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. I, it, it's it was not something that I would, I would again, like, holy crap, what is this yeah. sauce? Yeah, I yeah. can't analyze the hot sauce because I ate it and it was too hot for me. Oh, yeah, that's right. You said it was. <laughs> that it burned I mouth. think they were good compliments to the chicken. If I, if you just handed me that sauce and take a, and take a bite out of it, I'd be like, it's fine. Sure. Uh, cool. Yeah, then I definitely think two, two sauce points. This was a solid sauce showing in terms of sauces. Great. You love Huzzah. to hear it. Um, let's get into sides then. Uh, first, before we get into the, the big sides, can we talk about those biscuits? Yeah. yeah. The biscuit, so that is, it was insane. And also the condensed milk on top. That kind of sketched me out when I read about it. And then, man, it was so good. Now that came together really well. I'd do that again. Hell, I just, yeah. So it was a miso 
uh, cheddar, a cheddar biscuit? biscuit with honey miso butter and then condensed milk drizzled on top. Wow. And it was so flaky and it was square and it was cute. Listen, <laughs> first time on the pod, maybe not the first time, but we're giving it a biscuit point. Oh, for sure. And I don't I don't know if this is the first time on the pod. I feel like we may have given biscuit points at some point to like sure. maybe Popeyes or something, but this is like I dare mean, I say cute, maybe the best biscuit be we've had. Cute biscuit point. Cute a yeah. C B point. This is, this is a great biscuit to have. I, I really enjoyed it. I wish I got two. I regret only getting one. Yeah. Um, but I want to. Hey, I told you to get it. extra biscuits. I, I should have listened. I'm sorry. You should have um, listened. The biscuits kind of stole the show. Like, didn't expect it. Was really oh, in there really? for the chicken. And then, like, had this biscuit and, like, kind of pushed everything else off to the side for a second. Yeah. Have a little alone time with that biscuit. I mean, for me, the fact that it comes with the meal, it's, it's just, that's great. It's you know, perfect. It was there, like, right? Yeah, 100%. No way. Yeah, yeah, it was the perfect way to like end the meal for sure. Yeah. I like to eat my biscuit during the meal. Do you? Yeah. You get a little little yeah. bits at a time. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You save your biscuit for the end. I do. Yeah, I eat it's it not at dessert. The end. I just eat it at the end. I don't know. But then you're full, and then you're eating bread. <laughs> I don't get full. I mean, but also you, you get full more little... than anyone. That's true. I eat like four bites of. I eat like a, a couple spoonfuls of Cheerios yeah. and that for the day. Like a bird. A little tiny bird. Bird boy. Put out half a tender bird. on the windowsill Ellen does every day. <laughs> um, okay, so biscuit points. So now let's get into the other side. Now, now, Nicole, you did say this was one of the best biscuits you ever had, right? Yes. Sorry. The, that noise really got me. <laughs> There's a bird here. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree with her. I think this is certainly one of the best. Man, I love a cheddar biscuit, and that's something. Shout out Red Lobster. You don't see very often. I've never had cheddar one. bay biscuit. Cheddar bay biscuits. We'll do Red Lobster one day. Will we? Do they have tenders? <laughs> lobster tenders? They have tenders, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. They is might. this a chicken tender exclusive or just a tender podcast? Uh, we did have pork tenders with uh, Wolfgang Puck. Which was a shock. But that's just that's just a reason to tell you we had tenders of Wolfgang Puck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's fine. I totally. We've done that. vegan before, but yeah, nah, mostly. I mean, we do fried chicken munch, try, fried chicken like, munch. <laughs> no, it's fish just tenders. But really we do, uh, like we do pork, we do nuggets, we do fried chicken, we do wings. Fried, about doing fried fish is having its <laughs> moment right now in LA. Um, yeah, that's, that's that the fried next big wave fish sandwich. Yeah, that sandwich. So they're not quite tenders or fish sticks. Can you imagine what if what if like craft fish sticks just blew up? I'd be Although I guess that's it. fish and chips, right? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much fish and chips. It's the same yeah. shit. Nah. Um, okay, so let's get into the sides then. Yeah, the mac and cheese was really, really, really good. So Nicole, Ooh. shout out you for telling me to get it. Um, it was made with our mysterious Koji friend, so it was, that was yeah. why I was intrigued. I don't know if I necessarily tasted a specific <laughs> difference between a baked mac and cheese uh, there or anywhere else with the koji in it, but it, it definitely tasted. It was like a it was like a high end mac and cheese of all of the places I've gotten it on the show. I feel like you can fuck up mac and cheese so easily by having it be too cheesy, not cheesy enough, not, you know, not the not the right cheese, not the right they put breadcrumbs on top that could fuck it up but this one was just like a huge and b just like the perfect blend of cheesy and and savory goodness um as far as the mashed potatoes and gravy go i you had told us before we ordered that i shouldn't get that or not that i shouldn't get it but that you were very like just meh about it and i should have heeded your warning but i had to do it because of the (laughs) japanese curry gravy but yeah it was very very uh just fine i don't know the gravy was super thin. Yeah, it was the um, weakest part of the the whole experience. It was a super like it was just like such a good idea, and then yeah, I just didn't like it. It is, and like I I'm so here for a Japanese curry gravy, but that Same. just wasn't. That when one I saw that, I was like, holy shit! It. Like that's yeah, it just needs. To, I feel like the gravy needed to be thicker, thicker um, and a little more like flavor. Like it, it lacked that. The, the potatoes kind of were trying to mimic like they felt like they were trying to mimic that KFC kind of feel. Yeah, like make you just make a little nicer potatoes. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, like they were like potentially powder potatoes. They probably weren't, but they probably weren't. But they were going for that texture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, I feel you. Um, But yeah, those are the two sides I got. I mean, 
I want to hear about what you guys thought about the fries. Yeah, so the fries were uh, had a, a blending that was called. <laughs> you're you're so. Please, we gotta do... please do a supercut of him trying to say this word. <laughs> I want you to wait, Eric. Try to say it without us prompting you what it is. No, because then it's gonna like. No, that's true. It's gonna sound like a it's inappropriate. Racist yeah. and, and it's <laughs> making up Chinese words. It or sure Japanese is inappropriate. Words. Uh, um, yeah, that's true. It's fuk. Uh, it's fuk so something, right? Furi. Furikaki. Yeah, they're close that's enough. That's close enough. That was close enough. All right, we can somebody who's it. never had it. Someone say it. God's on us, definitely. <laughs> Someone say it. Foodie Okay, so and and that is seaweed and salt and what else? It's Fish? like a it's a Fish Japanese bits? seasoning uh, salt that's normally made with. You put it on like rice or like I always have like it's usually the finishing on poke, but well, I'm not I like never... really much of a seaweed boy. So, well, I've never had seaweed until today. So. It consists of a um, mixture of dried fish, sesame seeds, chopped seaweed, sugar, salt, and monosodium glucamate. So what you're saying nice. is it's the everything bagel seasoning for Japan. No, definitely. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, that's what it is. That makes sense. That checks out. And honestly, it was great. And um <gasps> You liked it? I liked it. Oh my god, that makes me so happy. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, like I didn't it wasn't I did taste it. Honestly, the fries are more flavorful than the chicken. Um, I did taste it, but uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't mind it. I actually somewhat enjoyed like the saltiness and of it all, and the fact that it's, you know it has MSG and you know the fish part of it freaks me out. And I did look it up before I had them too, so I went in knowing I was about to have some fish and chips, literally. Um, and yeah, I, I enjoyed them. And uh, I think that they were really good fries themselves. They were like the hand cut kind of fries. Um, the kind they sell in like South Philly at like the cheesesteak places. So that, that I liked. Um, yeah, they were good fries. I I don't know, maybe a fry point, but I want to see if we want to do maybe a general sides point. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to do a general sides point because I did, you know, I enjoyed the mac and cheese and I've been still happy about the idea of mashed potato and gravy, you know, yeah. so. But Nicole and Kel, what are your thoughts on the fries? Yeah, I thought they were really good fries. I, I like that, like, hand cut, um, thicker, clean potato uh, yeah. more than sometimes people make those like little shoestringy fries where it's more. Yeah like a batter or whatever, but yeah, these were great. They're, these kind of feel like the fries you put, um, like with poutine or something. Sure. Oh, they would have been really good with a nice dollop of curavy. If the curavy yeah. was better. Totally. Oh my I, God. I was definitely oh my God, you would have a, a Japanese curavy foodie kake French fry poutine. Yeah. Somebody make that happen. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, they were salt. They were definitely solid fries. This. <laughs> I, I was dipping the French fries into the gravy mashed potatoes. Um, Here, Go Go Bird. Wait, Comfy Pup has a poutine. Let's do a little collaboration. Go Go Bird, Comfy Pup poutine. There Uh-oh, you go. Dude. Make a move. Uh, you got my it. fifteen bucks. Hit me up. I'm there for it. Um. Yeah. I mean. So I. That's okay. So sides point to encompass the fries and for the mac sure. and cheese. Um. And yeah, what a, what a delightful surprise to sprinkle on top of the fries. I, I'm I'm here for it. I'm stoked that you're here Aww. for it. That's not, not yeah. something I would have expected. Eric, yeah, well, I'll get you a bottle or a jar. I mean, if it's, it's like a, a thing, maybe, honestly. But then I, I would make fries with that. Add a yeah. little paprika, maybe. Add There's some a, you would actually add togaroshi, which is uh, oh, yeah. the you might Japanese like um, spicy powder. Huh. It's similar, I would be down like... for shmichi togaroshi wait, uh, tenders. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they could be too spicy. I mean, it's definitely not as terrible as Szechuan peppercorn. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like the regular chili powder, like a cayenne level spice. All right. Well, let's get into our final thoughts of the tenders then uh, overall. What what are our thoughts? I think they're leaving Tender Friends approved. Yeah, I would would, get these again. Yeah. I mean, they were flavorful and juicy and big and well made. And that's my big takeaways. How about you guys? I mean, you can't I want order to them try... on a Tuesday, but we're going to order them tomorrow on a Wednesday. Are you oh, going to get over tomorrow? Yeah, they're open Wednesday to Sunday, and they're located yeah. in Hollywood. 
I would get that Thunderbird. That spicy one looks really good. I, if I went back, I would I would definitely try that. But also the chick magnet, like where it's just a full half chicken, I bet that's really good too. Because like we say, like some places the tenders are really good, and then when they have the actual fried chicken, you're like, you got to try that. And I would bet that the fried chicken here is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Someone said yeah. Someone did say that their wings were even better. Um, or maybe it was the other way around. I feel like I heard that too. I yeah, to I'd, I'd be stoked to try them one day. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a bit of a novice here, but I got to say it was probably the best chicken tender I've ever had in my life. Damn. I mean, that's, that's huge. I mean, that's, that's, huge. that's huge. But you are a novice. Well, so experts, give us I, some I, give us your recommendations of where we go next. Uh, well, why don't I we mean, tell you? OK, well, yeah, you can do that first. I, I don't know. I mean, are you looking for similar to this? Because I don't know if there's too many that are actually similar to this. I think recently the best I, I go to Luther Bob's, get Luther Bob's, get Harold's fried chicken. Um, but they're just going to be regular ass Jesse fried chicken. Boy. That's the thing. Is it Jesse boy? Yeah. I don't know if you've had Jesse boy in, uh, Hollywood. That's like Korean style. It's not quite Korean glaze, but it's Korean style glaze. I guess that's kind of similar to this where you could have like a savory umami on the outside of the chicken tender. That's really good. All right. Does um, anyone do a, a fancy roasted chicken tender? Oh, no, we, we've never really looked for that, but there's a spot. So you want like a, a hearty, you want like a meaty tender. But not fried, oh, like a yeah. I want the roasted meaty tender. I uh, would say that there's a spot on the east side called Chicken and Chips, uh, and they do roasted chicken. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if they have tenders, but that, that might be a spot for us to check no, they, out. They don't have tenders. They don't have tenders. That's a messed no. up on their part, then. But they, but yeah. they, they do. I I have heard they good things from them. Um. Well, here's here's how you know how we feel about the tenders uh, that we had uh, this past week for GoGo Bird. They're leaving with 14 points. Yeah, that's that's it's been a minute since we've given out so many points to a place. This makes them drum roll, please. Uh, a top 16 tender. Wow, Ooh. out of 100 and what 174. Wow. We've probably done about a, a dozen less in actual reviews. 16 out of like 150. That's not bad. That's Where great. is Boo Boo's? Boo Boo's was probably up there as well. Boo Boo's was, I think, also fourteen points or maybe thirteen. So clearly, uh, you just have to keep bringing me back because I mean, we, <laughs> right. we only do the best with you, and I'm glad you're. I mean, you, you guys came with such knowledge that you made this episode uh, really uh, so much better with everything you brought to the table here. So yes, you will be back for only the best of the best uh, in our in our reviews. I know you. You guys have elevated my expectations, so I'm. Yeah, the next now one, we can't. Have to sure. be. Well, it's just going from there, way bigger and bigger, until one day you eat the chicken and your head just explodes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the goal. Or we'll, we'll raise the bar place here and there. Yeah. Um, where well, you you, you can learn an awful lot from people who do things poorly. So, <laughs> true. trust me, we've yeah. Our body has done it. <laughs> um, where can people follow you guys on social media or anything you guys want to plug at this point in the episode? Um, I mean, you can follow me at Nicole M. Izuka, I-I-Z-U-K-A, on all of the socials. We're um, mostly on Instagram and TikTok. I uh, torture my poor cat on TikTok a lot. <laughs> um, and in terms of things to plug, I, I just finished a show for Disney+. Plus. Um, called Foodtastic that is going to be, well, it's going to be Foodtastic. It's it's pretty incredible. It is unlike any food competition show you have ever seen before. Damn. Um, So that is coming out. And um, I just started a new job. So next time. Congratulations. uh, Next time we'll talk about that. (laughs) Kale? Disney Plus. Uh, Nikki is our family social media manager. (laughs) So sure, right? I, I have mostly given up my social media handles for I only really use them for picking fights with my relatives now. So classic. Nice. That's great. That's an excellent use of social. That was media. my Facebook all quarantine. It was great. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what it's been diminished to. So the all Thunderdome. Of our, yeah, the, re- the rest of my life lives on Nikki's Instagram. My, my uh, uncle got banned from Facebook. So now he texts me memes. <laughs> oh, no. well, i started responding what do you do uh i don't i honestly don't know he just uh, he just stopped appearing after the election and i was like oh this is uh, this election was so much better than i thought it would be um but he got banned and i didn't realize it 
um, I saw a fake a, a, a fake profile of his come up as a suggestive friend, and I was like, not going down the water hole again, uh, rabbit hole. And uh, then he started texting me the meme, so I started responding that I don't understand what the meme is. Every time he texts me, he's like, I, I, I respond with, I don't get it, um, <laughs> which has which has lessened the memes that I get now. So I mean, yeah, that I- whole idea terrifies me that. Um- we might have a former ex-president who realizes the best way to reach out to people is through one mass text chain, oh, which God. is literally my least favorite thing in the world is being on mul- like massive text chains. He just steals well, one's phone number. Oh, he we'll keep that in mind. We're gonna we're gonna start including you on every text chain that we have. Tender friends update. I had yeah. tenders today. Um, <laughs> so all right, thank you guys for being on. Uh, thank you guys for bringing so much knowledge too. Um, Nicole and Kale back for Go Go Bird. Fourteen points. That's a pretty big number. Woo! Right, Michael? Yeah, that's a huge number. It's so big. I was it's one fucking China. No, you're, you know, <laughs> that it sounded like uh, that um, was like a classic, a classic wrap up. A nine. Well, I was hoping up. you would add to it, and then I would swoop in with the f- official <laughs> close of you can follow us at Tender Friends Pod on Instagram, Tender Friends on Twitter. We'll be back next week. It's episode one hundred and seventy-five. It's our four twenty episode. It's our sauce spectacular. It's going to be late uh, for sure because we haven't even ordered <laughs> yeah. sauces. And it's, Yo, no, I have two coming week. in. I have okay. actually three sauces coming in, so that would make five sauces. So wait, you have, have. wait, you have three. So I ordered the one from Bill Oakley that he suggested, and then uh-huh. I also have two coming in from my friend from Indiana. Oh, and then you got the three samples that we got as and well. And I got the three, so that's then that's Okay, two so then there. I'll just order two. Sauces, technically. I'll just order the two then, and we'll be good. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. The two are they're, they're cheap. So, all right, perfect. Well, that's it'll still be late probably. Uh, yeah. We don't know who the guest will be, um, so that's probably what's going to make it late. But listen, <laughs> you love us, and it we're here for that. Matter. You see the numbers. You're still listening. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's, I mean, well, guys are here for the tenders. So. We have such a catalog. You know, go back, listen to an old episode you might have missed. Last year's 420 episode. We had John Gabers, Mike, the and world's Mary Jane. That was, that it was fun. Uh, this year it's going to be a sauce spectacular 420. Uh, episode and uh, we'll see you guys then bye <laughs> bye bye tender friends